Hello, and welcome to Covert Castaway. I'm Holly. Je suis Stéphane. Join us as we share what we learn and how we're making the transition to liveaboard cruising. So in this episode, we want to talk about going slow and trying to slow down and trying to not be so slow. <laughs> so, mm. so there's a lot of... We we've we found a general theme over the last couple of weeks around time and how much time things take and some positives and some I don't know if I want to call it negative. I'll say pros and cons mm-hmm. of, of going slow. So um what do you think of this topic? I think it's something we need to master <laughs> and it's work in progress at the moment. Yeah, it definitely is. And it's also, for me, been such a huge transition because I go fast. Like, I only have one speed. It's like, you know, if I were a, a car with six gears, it would be six gear all the time. And um, so, and you're kind of more mellow. And so it's also been like, wait, am I slowing down? And am I slowing down to like first gear or reverse? Like, <laughs> I'm getting confused. So we've had a lot of discussions on this topic Um, as a couple. I think it's something to kind of, you know, for us to continue to work on. And, you know, I've made, I feel like I've made a lot of good adjustments. I think that the thing I want to open with is, you know, when you're on vacation, you have a week or you have two weeks. And in that period of time, like say you go somewhere and you go, okay, we're going to go to wherever it is we're going to go. And we're going to do these things. Okay, we're going to go ziplining. We're going to go rock climbing. We're going to go bike riding. Like you you schedule all these things. So it's like, how can you be most productive with fun? Like that's normally how a vacation works. Well. For, for some people. For some people. For some people. Some people like to go every year in the same location because they don't want to be doing all kinds of things. They just want to go there, know exactly what to expect and just relax and keep their there's week two weeks or whatever simple and you know th- there's a spectrum and some there people- is a spectrum i i think that there's you know just kind of on the on the you know on one side of that is some people schedule vacations and you go okay i'm going to do all these things in the morning and then the afternoon i'm going to relax by the pool or i'm going to do whatever you know like it's sort of like that which is but it's still a schedule right like that's the point <laughs> I think you're trying to make. No, I think, you, you, yeah, you like schedules. Well, I like agendas. I like to know what's going to happen. And, you know, mm. again, it's it's being productive with fun. Like, yeah. I think the best vacation we did uh, where we also learned something um, was our scuba certification. Oh, yeah. Because we will start early in the morning. I don't remember, or early, maybe nine. Yeah, nine for Hawaii time. That's early for Hawaiian time, yeah. And and then we were done by early, F, like one maybe. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember. And and then we had the rest of the day at the beach and relaxed. Yeah, that was cool. I and like that was that. a good compromise because yeah. we felt like, hey, we're learning something. And the rest of the afternoon, you feel like, oh, I'm on vacation. Yeah, exactly. So what's going on right now isn't that... And it isn't like full relaxation either. It's like this weird in-between stage where we're trying to figure out like how we're supposed to be spending our time and and like having a whole new concept of time even because things just take longer. 
And um, so it's like this mental transition in addition to like a logistical challenge, you know, because you'll go, okay, I'm going to do this. And it'll take sometimes, you know, a 30 minute thing will take like two hours. And you're like, wow, I didn't realize that's how I would be spending my time today. Mm. So, so I would say, let's talk about the positives and then we'll talk about, well, pros and cons. We'll talk about the pros first. So I think a pro is, for me, is taking time to do things we know we should be doing anyway that are good for us. Like I found time to do, to start yoga again, which is, I think, good. You are really good about making time for doing your, I don't know what you do. You have like your little exercise routine you do. Well, I started Um, doing these and and then because it's not be super windy when we move, like we're motoring and I can basically... Yeah, I'm like, where's Stefan? You're up there doing planks. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you fell off the boat and you're like doing planks on the top. Yeah, so then I have this little app and I started doing this as, you know, as a way to pass the time and, you know, and you realize everything is physical on the boat. Yeah. So you want to stay in shape. Core strength is a really big deal. So I think taking the time to do that, you know, taking the time to do, you know, things you're interested in, Um, I think that is a complete shift because at least when I was in work mode, it was like anything for me came last, which meant, you know, it's definitely 30 years of that piled up isn't necessarily good. So that is a huge pro. Um, also taking time to figure out how to do, do things, uh, new things. So like, um, I wanted to take the time to figure out how to learn, how to use the gimbal, for instance, and you have to like you know, watch the YouTube videos and like figure stuff out and, you know, set things up or, you know, try to research little apps, you know, or things. And so I could just quickly do videos on my phone and post them quickly on our site. Um, and that's just something I never took time to do. Um, and you know, like you want to spend more time learning how to use the drone, right? Yeah, I definitely want to spend some time using all our video photo equipment. And and so far, uh, I haven't really, I haven't taken the time to do anything except just taking pictures with, with the phone yeah. because that's the easy one. But that's different. And we have yeah. a 360 camera now yeah, that we're super yeah. excited about. So it's about. definitely an objective, like in this season, to to kind of get better at all these tools that we have. But you're prioritizing basically doing some projects. And we have like in a list of projects, we've categorized them of like projects to do in Croatia, projects to do in Greece, projects to do in Turkey, in, you know, projects to do during the winter in back in the US and stuff like this. So we try to prioritize, but you have projects <laughs> that you're like, we want to do oh because mostly we want to get organized and or we bought stuff and we want them to be implemented on the boat so we can start using them. So you're like, okay, we need to do these. And those projects, some of those are like pretty straightforward, but some of those take a long time and you don't know when you're yeah. going to be done. So let's use an example. And I'm laughing because it's like people must be thinking, what the hell, you guys? Like, you've been working on getting your boat for two and a half years before you got the boat. Then you got the boat, and you spent a whole season getting the boat ready. Like, just sail the damn boat, you know? Mm. And, and it's like, it's not like that. We, it, It's sort of like the stern lines, for mm. instance. Like, you had to put up new lines. You had to, like, learn how to do the 
I don't know, what's it called? The line thing in my bobber? I don't know. That's how it's called. (laughs) (laughs) So all these things to, um, you know, set things up to actually make it easy, right, Mm -hmm. to to quickly do a stern um, line. And to a credit. Today we're, I mean, the guys. It was a guy helping us with the the mowing ball and uh, tying up to shore. But after we did this, he says, "Wow, like you're the first boat that was like prepared and ready and done." Yeah, like, you know. And yeah, we I'm had. Like, they were like lines presto. We pulled pulled them out, and we have these um, mesh duffel bags mm-hmm. um, that we put the lines in. It's like poof, here's the bag. Mm. And so, yeah, I mean, getting things organized so we can be efficient, I think, but it, it takes time to do that, to set that yeah, up. Yeah, to get those ready. And we want to limit the stress. We want to limit the number of the effort we have to put into every maneuver because it's only two people. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I guess, and, and then you don't, pay attention to all these benefits but you know when the guy said that i was like well yeah maybe all this work we're putting in is finally is paying off and it's going to be something we do regularly for the rest of the season so Mm -hmm. so that's uh, but there's a lot of projects like this where you know we're we're just trying to make our life easier and Mm -hmm. in in tight quarters too where you have um a lot of little teeny tiny parts and things um you know, it's, you really have to know where things are on the boat. And to your credit, you've spent a lot of time with the, you set up a kind of a tool shed, I'll call it your tool shed, um, which is the four peak on the starboard side. And we put shelves and you've got boxes and all the boxes are labeled. And I remember last, last season you were down there for hours and hours. I'm like, what the heck are you doing down there with the label maker and like all the Mm. boxes and you know, all the things. It's definitely an investment. Oh yeah. And you know, and at times you're wondering like, should I be spending all this time doing this and that, or should we just be enjoying More or less a fair, Because when we anchored for five days in this little uh, bay where we're by ourselves, I mean, the the five days were basically Went by so projects fast. after. Well, there are projects you plan to do, and then there are projects that happen to fall on you that you haven't. You're like, oh, you're waking up and you're like, okay, what am I going to do today? I and have then all you this look, time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and you look at the line on the shore. It was low tide, and at that low tide, we realized there was a rock that that was like basically below our line right and start shaping this line so suddenly you're like well i guess that's my project you know now i need to figure out a way so either and that took two hours yeah you know? well we ended up switching lines, lines uh because the other one the the strap the webbing strap like uh, was with the wind I mean, those are great. They are light. They they unfold very easily and fold back in. So let me just provide some context. So we had one stern line to shore that was sort of like a strap that came on a big ring. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can pull the strap out easily and it, it kind of unfurls from this ring and then it rolls back up um, into the ring, which is super convenient. And people have them on their boats all over in the med. Mm-hmm. But in the wind, it flaps up and down. Like it catches yeah. the wind and it's like this really weird sound. Um, and then you had this rock. Right <laughs> like, in front of it. I, when we realized itself that, against the rock. So yeah. suddenly, yeah, we realized, oh, this brand new like 
strap is going to basically be cut at some point. Yeah. So, so then we tried to put something to protect it and realize that's not going to cut it. So suddenly we have to, luckily well, we have lines on board. it would cut board. it, actually. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so, and yeah. so then we ended up switching lines. So suddenly, like, half a day has gone by to just swapping lines and and then still to protect that line because the tide was mm-hmm. going up and down about a meter. Um, so... So that's something that was unexpected. Doing that, we punctured the standard paddle board. So suddenly, like, you oh, realize, man. oh, we need to fix the standard paddle board. So do so we that have took time. some glue? Do we have patches? Do, but you, you were know, organized, so you knew exactly where the glue and patches were. So. so so then we did this, and then we realized that, oh, it didn't work. Because, <laughs> like, I mean, the next day was like, oh, we, we inflated at night. In the morning, it looked good. Uh, but... You know, eventually there was another leak, so we're like, "Oh, okay, we punctured in the location." It looks so sad, kind of flopped over the back. Yeah. And this morning <laughs> we say, "Okay, let's you know, reinflate it. Let's mm-hmm. look." And it happened to be that that patch didn't hold. So now we're like, we're following following the instruction to the letter. We put a ten uh, pound weight right on it for the next twelve hours. And um, yeah, so we'll see. So this yeah. is an example of like, you know, you're, we're trying and to planned. fix the strap. Then we put the line, then we punctured the paddle board, and then we're like, okay. And then um, the other thing that you spent a lot of time that really oh. frustrated you is if you remember back one of our podcasts before, like as the pandemic was sort of starting to have the shutdowns and stuff, um, our boat got broken into mm. and um, we're boarded. And so we ordered a security system. So we thought it had all kind of been installed, but like it didn't, and we didn't have some parts. The and major so you unit ordered, has been installed yeah. uh, while we're not yet in La Rochelle, but there are many other sensors, uh, some to check the shore power sensor, like uh, we have shore power or not, uh, to check the um, the water level in the bilge. If we have water, I mean the water level. If we have water in the bilge, then it will send a signal. Uh, what well, the door sensor, uh, the proximity sensor, like the, the, if somebody comes into the salon or comes into the cockpit, so install those. It's like a motion detector. Motion detector, yes. And so suddenly, like we have all these other sensors that talk to the main unit, but we never had the time or took the time to install them. So I was like, okay, we have five days there, and we're going to tackle that project. You know. But then I cannot get anything to pair. Um, it's frustrating. <laughs> You're, You're so spending frustrated. like half a day trying to figure out what's going on. Luckily, the I eventually contacted the guy in the UK, and he says, "Okay, if you have time, I'll get on the phone with you, and we'll get that resolved." And it happened that our unit uh, was uh, on a on a US frequency, so they can basically choose. It has two. So this whole time you're thinking it's you, like yeah. you haven't figured something out. And then it turns out it was like some frequency thing that they had to program. Yeah. So basically the main unit and the sensors, they all obviously need to be on the same frequency. And we had the main unit on the US frequency and some other sensors also on US frequency. And then when we reordered some other sensors during the winter, they had those on the European frequency. So suddenly like once... We figured out that was the issue. Then we went through the procedure and get everything on the in the U.S. frequency. Yeah. And now, nights like talking to each other. Now there is some tweaking to do, and we're still well, testing that. Well, so for that. one thing, we were like, okay, we finally got it to work. High five! Yes, we're doing it. So awesome. And then we're like, wait, where's the siren? Oh yeah. <laughs> and it's like so we we bought the, this whole system and we bought the siren. 
but now we can't find the siren. It's and not in the it's box. It's not in the box. With all these, uh, where all these devices are, I think it was mounted behind the TV. Somebody must have and installed it. I, but that's a vague recollection. And so. the reason this sounds so dumb that me saying, oh, someone must have installed it is because they, the commissioning agent was supposed to install it when you you came back to the U.S. and they were in France and they were going to set it all up. And then it got like partially installed and then the lockdown ended and then we came onto the boat and then that was that. So it was like mm. it was like partially done. So we think that the siren is somewhere on the boat. But we haven't actually found it, and we haven't paired it yet. So, yeah. Yeah. so, so that's another, you know, another one of those projects where you're not done, done. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like pointless to have all these sensors that detect things, but like nothing happens. Like there's no consequence <laughs> for yeah. setting anything off. But well, we get we get uh, as long as we have a cellular connection, we get the information on our phone. Yeah. Which is awesome if we're like four miles on a hike or something away. But yeah. okay. So anyway, so just kind of figuring some of these things out, um, I think is is good. And I think keeping organized and taking the time to be organized, I think that's a that's a positive. I think one lesson um, is one project per day just to keep you sane. Wouldn't you say that's true? Yeah, we, we learned that expression from Bimpy. <laughs> Sailing Mempi, yeah. Yeah. And and it's true that, I mean, you want to tackle this. Pro- you're like, oh, okay, I'm going to do this, this, and that today. And you're going to be disappointed <laughs> because most likely <laughs> if you finish one project, that will be a it's success. It's a good day. Yeah, yeah. It's a good day. And then be, and move on yeah. and be like other projects will be from the next day. It's easy to say. And then you're like, oh, I want to get that done. Oh, I want to get that done too. And it feels like going back in time to the U.S. life where you're like, oh, if I do all these projects, eventually I won't have any more projects and yeah. I can enjoy time. And then you it's always like a hamster find, wheel. Yeah, you yeah. find other things to do. And here it's it's so easy to find projects and you buy stuff. And at some point you're like, I need to install them. Um, so uh, I don't know. It's just definitely we're going to have to work on that to just mm-hmm. apply the mm-hmm. one project today and and feel good about that project. Yeah, and I think that's the it's it's like a pro and a con. It, it's just sort of again resetting expectations, which has been a ma- major underlying theme I think of our entire podcast. Um, is if you're going to do things, you're going to break things. So it's not just, you know, the thing that you have on your list of things to do. It's the unexpected thing that's going to break. The water maker sensor, um, we didn't expect that. Relay. Relay, sorry. The water maker relay, the stand-up paddleboard, you know, some of these other things. Um, you know, so I think it's just important to kind of have a reset. And, and I think if you're starting cruising, yeah, talking about expectation, to really set expectations right the first year is just going to be a big learning curve everything is going to take even longer Longer. you're discovering the boat you have a lot of things to do i mean you get a you're thinking oh it's a brand new boat (laughs) yeah so there's a lot of stuff you want to set it up in a certain way i would say the second year second year it's more like the second season um you have better ideas of how you want things to be done or installed on the boat because Mm -hmm. you've been and i think it's a lesson You, you use it and then figure out what you want, how you want it. 
but then you you we're still we're thinking i mean at least the, the the thinking that i have in my head is like okay it's a long season it's it's eight months and let's try to get those things set up early in the season so we can benefit from it for the rest of the season but now we're like two months into it and it still feels like we are kind of, you know, running after. Yeah, it's like- so weird. It's just so weird mentally. You know, it's like if I had to think of like a major bumper sticker for how I, I have operated previously, it would be like, let's go. Like that would be my bumper sticker. And this is not that. Like, yes, we're going, we're out doing things and we're seeing things and it's awesome. It's beautiful. It's mm. amazing. All these things. But it just everything takes a long time. Like okay, so we're going to get there. It's going to take us, you know, Navionic says it's going to take three hours. Okay, we get there three hours. Then it's going to take us an hour to anchor. And we're like, what? An hour to anchor? No, no, you get there. It might be that the there, wrong other, place. there yeah. might be other boats that are anchored. So you're like, okay, I need to move to the next place. It's another or hour. Like, or like today, we thought, oh, those five mooring buoys are there. We're just going to stay overnight. Perfect. We're going to keep our life simple. And then you call and they're like, it's all booked. So suddenly you need to move, find another place. And right. at that time... Yeah, so next thing you know, something that was going to take three hours to go, and then you go, okay, it takes us about 30, 40 minutes to anchor. That Realistically speaking, by the time you do everything, get settled, you know, it, it, and it seems crazy because you see these boats come out and drop their anchor and stuff, but they're like for the day, you know, they're not mm-hmm. setting themselves up for shifty winds or, you know, all these other things. And um, that's how long it takes. Or, you know, Tying, like going for the little dinghy ride and finding a place to put your dinghy and then, you know, locking mm. up the dinghy. I mean, that takes time. And then you end up talking to some a, a local on the dock. It's like a super nice conversation, you know, but you didn't plan for it. So the next thing you know, and then 30 minutes later, because it takes you 30 minutes to walk into town or whatever, mm. you know, the time just adds up. And it's so strange because it's, you're just accounting for time differently. Mm. Um, and leaving well, space in your, you know, in your plan time for these unexpected, beautiful things to happen. Like the conversation we had the, on the dock with the, what was his name? Nico, um, on the dock the other day, um, it was totally nice, but had we not left a little bit early, we would have been late meeting our friends for dinner, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, you want to leave, you want to leave space, but mm-hmm. everything takes longer. So it's this really yeah. crazy. Or like, con- or like today, you know, we had the, uh, diggy, we have, we're in a really tight little area and there's two sailboats coming. And so Stefan suddenly turned into a giraffe and he's like looking oh. around. <laughs> well, this morning we had a guy coming in dinghy with this little dog and, and naturally oh, like, yeah, yeah, you know, he say hello. Nice. And, and suddenly yeah. he's interested by our tender. Well, not OC. from us, but an OC tender. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's interested in, he's never, he's Ordered, ordered one that he expects right. to um, get it while uh, will be in the, when he'll when he'll get to the Caribbeans, but just like us when we ordered it sight unseen, yeah. We just watch videos, but we had never seen it. So suddenly, you know how he feels, and you're like, "Well, I was going to put the dinghy down to install the new bridle. You know, let me show you the." The, the and it was beautiful, smooth water. So you wanted to take him for a, a fast ride. Yeah, you know, to, for so. him to get a feel like how it planes, and you yeah. know, to show him like the space in it to the the uh, to row the boat because we have those wooden oars that are you know. So for him to get really a good feel. So you know, I 
it was time well spent for him to um net net to, we left an hour later yeah. than we had planned to leave <laughs> yeah. so. but I, yeah. I think you know we've benefited from other people's oh, help sure. and yeah. so whenever yeah. it's kind of a sense of like community and, yeah. and helping each other so we're happy to do this and they were super nice they wanted to invite us to dinner and everything and say thank you we'll cross path another time and yeah. we exchange contact information but uh yeah so you know those things are in plan and and i think it's yeah to just give room for give that. room for that because if if we didn't give room for that we wouldn't have those really nice experiences meeting mm. people and that's not something like in land life you know you leave time for necessarily or mm. not in the u.s i think in france culturally you guys do that a little yeah. bit more or even yesterday when we went to pick up our packages at nick's house the the guy we uh I worked with to practice the anchoring and docking and so forth. Suddenly, his cousin was there, and so we were. You were thinking like, okay, Uber, you know, get don't, the pa- packages, get the package, hello, goodbye, and get back to 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 the boat. To well, be they efficient. were also moving, and I didn't, you know, yeah, they, yeah. I didn't want to intrude on, you know, what and, they had to do. And but. so, but we ended up taking the time to stop and chit chat, yeah. say hello, and then suddenly their cousin was there and say, oh. I'm driving back to Split, so I can give you a ride. And then she's sharing her information, like her story. Amazing story. She just, she worked for Apple Mm -hmm. and was... 16 years. 16 years. She was in Australia. Her friend said, let's sell everything and, and buy a boat. She said, okay, I'm in. They came to Croatia. Her friends couldn't leave Australia. They ditched the plan. So she was in Croatia. She bought the boat herself, and she's learning how to sail it, and she wants to sail around the world. Like, what a cool story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so that, that was cool. And, yeah, so just let's talk about the packages. So the packages that were supposed to take three days because mm-hmm. we paid for priority shipping and paid a zillion dollars for, for priority shipping on all these packages. We're like, oh, it'll take most, most it'll take is like five days to get. And I, and then we did this probably two weeks before coming to Split. So we thought for sure, plenty of time, Nick will get all these packages. We, you know, yeah. two weeks later, we'll, we'll, everything will be there like for sure. And suddenly it's like, <laughs> yeah, so we're later. totally like customs newbies. Like we have no idea how long stuff takes. So customs, we had to like, you know, deal with them and going back and forth on email and on phones to get them all the paperwork they wanted. Um, a couple of the pa- one of the packages was the Predict Win SIM cards, which are really cheap. They're like ten, 10 bucks, bucks each. Each, and so the Predict Win people were super nice. They threw in an extra card, but the problem is. It has to match the invoice. The amount has to match the invoice in the package. So customs was like, why don't they match? And mm. so that took two days to sort out in addition to the um, power of attorney and all these other things for these SIM cards. And then then I had to wait to pay VAT. And that was like 50 US dollars. So something that was like literally $20 ended up being you know, almost $100 by the time you pay customs and VAT and fees and all of the stuff to get these SIM cards. It's just crazy. Mm. So, um, but we got we got all the packages, everything came, um, and yeah, that was fine. But it just took a lot longer is the point. So lesson learned, we're not going to do international no. orders anymore. Ever again. And if you ever come on a boat, you're going to be a Sherpa. <laughs> Bring stuff. <laughs> now it's price to pay. We're going to ship stuff to your house. Yeah. <laughs> or like, you know. Although I'm trying to figure out like how to, how are we going to get somebody to bring us a mooring mooring hook? 
Like we need one of those like handy dandy like we, you, we you, 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 you grab that. the mooring and the and the line magically goes in the mooring ball like that's yeah. what we need. So, but, but try explaining that at the airport. Um, yeah, yeah. So, I think um, you know the point. I guess we wanted to talk about in this podcast is time just goes by, and um, you know what you set out to do every day doesn't happen, um, and so it's just really important to. Keep the mantra, like one project a day, and just enjoy the moment. I think that's another thing I've learned how to do. Um, any any other observations? Yeah, and to really be better at prioritizing projects because, you know, you've got all these things you bought and you want them installed and there's obviously a reason why you bought them and they're going to be useful. But, yeah, it's to, uh, to front load all these projects and thinking that you're going to be done at some point seems like you're back into this hamster wheel. And yeah. so it's just to really, really prioritize. The good news is we're off the dock. So we're taking our projects with us. You yeah. Know? yeah. I mean, that's that's a bonus. Um, and I think I think another another thing is, you know, again, go slow, take the time to be organized, take the time to get, you know, the most important things done so you can go fast later. I think that was a good lesson as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Keep our lives hopefully simple. Yeah. But Simper. it is definitely a transition. If you're kind of like a type A, let's go kind of personality, it's definitely a transition, a mental transition. I've grown a lot of patience in the last few weeks um, on so many levels I can't even communicate. So, um, you know, that's kind of my big takeaway, but it's good. It's like, that's why we do this is to grow and develop in other areas, right? Yeah. And one way to look at it, it's, it's being aware where you are today and, and where you want to be by the end of the season, meaning how with you, patience or hmm? with patience or just with, with your lifestyle, you uh-huh. know, like, are you, oh, in general, in general, like yeah. to slow down. And, um, and so yeah, slowing like say, down is like, I didn't think it would be this hard to slow down, yeah. but so hopefully, yeah. I mean, this is kind of a, you know, let's reassess at the end of the season. Did we progress <laughs> yeah. towards that goal? And, um, and then obviously keep, uh, keep, um, those habits, you know, moving forward. Yeah, definitely. Cool. So that's what we wanted to share. If you guys have had similar experiences um, on your boat or in your sailing adventure, we'd love to hear about them. We're at sailingowen at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram, Sailing Owen. Um, please make sure you rate us on your podcast application. Um, and if you have any suggestions for how we can be better, we definitely want to hear about those. Again, sailingowen at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. And then as a side note, if you're thinking that you're going to become a YouTuber and do all, capture oh all these videos and do the, I mean, kudos to those people I who do this. I have such respect, yeah. Especially when you're just a couple. Because we're thinking, oh, we're going to document all these and have fun. And so far, we're not doing a very good job of this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So maybe our expectations are too high. Maybe we'll, we'll get I better. I can't believe how much appreciation I have for the YouTubers that actually shoot video, edit the video in such high quality and get it out. Um, and we're just trying to do a podcast and a couple blogs. You and, know, and when you do a project, you just want to get the project done and move on. And, and thinking if you... If you want to videotape that project, what you go through, which will be very interesting to people, 
I mean, that's not now. It takes more time. It takes probably twice the time. Yeah. Plus, like, not to mention, sometimes, you know, you're doing these projects and you get frustrated. <laughs> you know, it's like, do you want that on camera? <laughs> like, well, I guess, Yeah, you I have guess. enough to think about. Yeah. So, so anyway, uh, kudos if you're out there and you're a YouTuber. Um, awesome for you. That's amazing. I, I really appreciate people that are doing that. So give us a shout if you're, um, you know, interested in other topics and we'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, like, or share with another Covert Castaway. Fair winds for now.